Hi, welcome to episode three of Learning Yoga. I am your host, Kat Mead, and this week we are talking about Satya, or truth. Now, you might remember last week we spoke about Ahimsa, and I briefly explained that there were eight limbs of yoga, and Ahimsa was kind of the first finger of the first limb uh, of yoga, which are known as the Yamas. So Satya is, as you may have guessed, our second finger of the limb. Now, I think this is a really interesting topic this week because sometimes I think we get truth and observation or truth and opinion or truth and our judgments kind of mixed up. So our opinions and our judgments and our observations are not necessarily truth. So I'm going to backtrack just a little bit here and explain in a little bit more detail what satya means. So satya can be thought of as truthfulness in both or in all mind, word and action and can be considered to be the highest law of morality. When I'm talking about these yamas, which are, as you might remember, ethical and moral observations for the way we live our lives, I'm kind of going to actually try to stay clear of saying the word law or rules and regulations. Um, I think it's better to think of them as observations and maybe I think even guidelines might even still be too strong a word. Uh, But let's think of them as guidelines. That's just an easy way to kind of think of it. In Light on Yoga by BKS Iyengar, it says that if the whole life is based upon truth, then one becomes fit for union with the infinite. Uh, if you remember also from last week, the eighth limb of yoga is samadhi, which is a state of union or, yeah, a state of union with God or the divine or the universe or whatever you want that to be. Uh So I think that kind of gives you a nice kind of overview of satya, truthfulness in mind, word and action and kind of enabling us to live a life based on truthfulness so that we can eventually reach samadhi. So you might remember also from last week we spoke about ahimsa or nonviolence and we spoke about nonviolence being more of an action or an act of compassion rather than an act of necessarily nonviolence. Uh, so living from love, living from a compassionate state in both our mind and our heart. And that leads really nicely onto such a truthfulness. And what I was saying earlier about our opinions not necessarily being truth, I think that while ahimsa was more of an action, an action of compassion, satya can be kind of considered more of a restraint. So a restraint in our thoughts and our words and our actions and not necessarily offering up our opinions 
if they're not going to do any good. So sometimes you've all probably heard the argument, all right, this is, you know, pretty basic. The argument of someone saying, do I look fat in this? And maybe the answer is yes, but you don't say it. And so that little white lie, I'm saying that white lie in an inverted comma, it's better to do that instead of saying the truth, also in inverted commas, of that that will make someone feel bad. But that exactly is an opinion. Do I look fat in this? Well, my opinion is yes, or my, my opinion is no. It's all relative, right? So your opinion does not equal truth. I think it's more of a feeling. Truth is a feeling, and truth is something we embody, and truth is ideas that we embody. And I think it really takes restraint to pick apart our thoughts. And, you know, even saying it now, it makes me think, wow, such a absolute, such a absolute truth could be exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. Uh, yeah, so it's not just lying. It's not just holding in truth or giving out truth. It's also considering and filtering your thoughts before they become words or actions. So really, I mean, yoga, self-awareness, it brings awareness into our body. But really, the most important thing is bringing awareness into our mind and our speech. Uh, I was reading an article on the Yoga Journal website, which I will link in my show notes. And this isn't exactly what it said, but it was saying about how when you're in a yoga class, And maybe the teacher gives you a pose that you don't really like. And you kind of think to yourself, I hate this pose. It's such a kind of crude kind of statement. I hate this pose. They said that reframing what you're thinking. So really, it comes back to that self-awareness. Reframing what you're thinking to maybe I'm having trouble with this pose at the moment is a more truthful statement than I hate this pose because you're judging it then. You know, putting that really crude statement of I hate this pose on what you're doing is a judgment rather than an observation. And remember I said observations are not necessarily truth either. So this is what I mean about picking apart your thoughts and reflecting and filtering and considering and having restraint can be really exhausting. So... I think sometimes satya is something that takes a whole lot of work and maybe by now after listening to me talk about ahimsa last week and then satya this week, um, you're kind of starting to realise that samadhi, our end goal, if you like, of yoga is a lifelong journey and is a journey that you might never finish. The challenge is, is challenge the right word? I'm not sure. I guess the the thing we have to work on is acceptance and acknowledging that we're all on a path, we're all on a journey and whether we make it to samadhi or whether we get through everyday living by these guidelines, these eight limbs of yoga... It doesn't make us a better or worse person if we maybe veer off the track every now and then. 
if we never reach samadhi, it doesn't matter. It's, I think these, these limbs of yoga are really just there so that we can live a good life and so that we bring more self-awareness and more self-thought into our words, our minds and our action. And that's where I've kind of just realized in my head that I've spun back around to the actual meaning of satya, truthfulness in mind, word and action. And that is why it can be considered to be the highest law of morality because it affects everything else, just like ahimsa affects everything else. Satya absolutely affects everything else. Uh, so that's kind of all I want to say about satya. Um, kind of feel like my brain is a little bit more all over the place today than it has been in my previous episodes. So definitely get in touch if that's not making sense or if I've missed something or if uh, you have anything to add. Um, let's create a conversation. I'd really like to hear from you and I'd really like to speak to you. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you again for being here. I'm Kat Mead. Bye.